Hey, PBTC Fit Fam. Welcome back to the PBTC Fitness Podcast. Thank you for tuning back in. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Had a fun time bringing it in with family and just joy. And, you know, I hope uh, and I wish blessings upon each and every one of you, whether you support us or not. Um, we support you and we hope that your journey is going great and is 2022 is way better than 2021. So, uh, but yeah, we, we haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks. Um, obviously, we wanted to take some time off with our family and uh, just enjoy it and have a great time. And, you know, and that's what we did. So we're back at it today. And what we're going to do today is we're going to go over questions, fitness questions that we had related um, uh, uh, to what we always talk about, you know, and some questions y'all might have that we can answer. And uh, these are through Instagram, some are through the actual gym, people asking questions in the gym, um, and just uh, people in general just reaching out. So um, some common ones. I think we got six or seven ready today for questions. So why don't we start with the first one, Roy? What yeah, we got? man. Um, this person asked, are there any cons to creatine? So as far as creatine goes, um, I've actually only seen benefits to creatine, and there's no scientifically proven um downfalls to it the only thing i would say is that if you overload it um it's almost like overloading carbs it makes you feel bloated and uh can maybe add uh or retain some water weight with it because um you know anything in excess for our bodies carbs creatine things like that will bloat us and create extra water weight so um watch out for that but i think it's like uh two to four grams a day and if we stay in that range i think you should be fine Uh, the next question is, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting is like a fancy way of saying you skip breakfast and maybe even lunch. Like it's, um, I believe, 10 to 12 hours. Some people stretch it 14 hours. But basically, it's all about shortening your period of time to eat so that you don't eat a significant amount of calories throughout the day. If you're someone who enjoys eating and has a hard time not binging and things like that, this might be something good for you, especially if you're not, if you don't like eating at night or early in the morning, it actually benefits you because then you're actually not telling yourself you have to wake up, eat and all this stuff. You can actually just go right into your day um, and then eat when it hits lunchtime, you can actually feel hungry because that's what we should really do is listen to our bodies eat when we feel hungry, you know, and um, uh, stop eating when we feel satisfied, when we're not hungry anymore. You know, little things to look for, little cues to look for that our body does tell us if we look for it. So, but as far as intermittent fasting goes, is it necessary to get to a weight loss goal or a fat loss goal? No. If you do it because it helps you hit your calorie goals, then awesome. Do it, kill it. That's what I'm talking about. It's whatever helps you get to your goals the best, whatever works for you the best is what we recommend. If you're doing it because you think this method has some superior way to burn fat, stop. You're wrong. That is not what intermittent fasting is about. It's literally just about shortening the time, the period of time that you eat. So that's it. Yeah, I, I tend to practice that sometimes. I'm not going yeah, on accident, I on feel. On accident. Yeah. <laughs> not intentional. <laughs> not intentional. <laughs> That's right, funny. Next question. <laughs> this person asked, someone told me squats would ruin my knees. Is this true? Okay, so I'll tell you just like I tell everybody. These workouts, a lot of workouts are created to help build you up, not break you down. 
So what I want to say to anybody who thinks that squats are a problem for your knees, squats are not bad for your knees. They're not. What is bad for your knees is squats with really crappy technique. Those are bad for your knees. If you're squatting and all your weight's going to the balls of your feet and your kneecaps, well, you're putting your weight plus the extra poundage on your back plus the weight of gravity, all that weight is getting put towards your kneecaps. So yeah, your knees will hurt and they could become bad from that. But if you perfect your technique before you move up weight, Squats with good technique will actually help your knees because they're going to strengthen your hamstrings. They're going to strengthen all your quadricep muscles. They're going to strengthen everything that actually holds your knee in place. So do squats, but learn to do them the right way. If you don't know how to do them the right way, get a trainer that does or reach out to us. We can definitely help you. Yes, sir. All right, next question. Running on a treadmill versus walking on an incline. What is the best option? Um, They're both great. There's not really a best option there, and they're both great for different reasons. Of course, if you're going to um, rock on an incline, you want to do that. That's going to be like a longer duration thing because if you want to burn X amount of calories, say you want to burn 400, 500 calories, you're going to have to walk for 45 minutes to an hour on an incline. It's just what it is because um, it's not as intense. The workout's not as intense. Your heart rate doesn't have to go super high to actually do it. So. Since that's the case, you don't have to burn a lot of calories. Calories are energy. You don't have to burn a lot of energy in order to do the workout. So with longer duration, it's better to use low impact and walk on an incline while still getting the intensity you want, meaning the calories burned that you want, still burning the amount of energy. It'll just be for a longer duration of time. Now, if you want to shorten your duration of time and still hit the same amount of energy or amount of calories burned, then that's when the running will come in with a shorter duration. So it really depends on what you want to do that day. Me personally, I like to run sprints for this kind of thing um, to burn extra calories or even just to make my body feel like it's moving. I like sprints way better than anything else. I feel like it not only incorporates all my muscles, it makes me um, really hit the cardiovascular system. I really have to make sure my breathing is on point in order to perform a full sprint and actually slow my breathing down to get to the next sprint. And um, I think it's just more beneficial in a shorter amount of time. So that's what I do. Yep. All right. This person, <laughs> all right, this person, is it weird to fluctuate weight? I'm 135 on Monday, 127 on Wednesday, and 133 on Friday. I'm just trying to stay consistent. Okay, yeah, well, this is 100% normal. This is just part of the game. That's why I tell everybody to stay the hell away from the scale. And if you're doing the scale, do it every single day and do it for six months and then look at the, at the actual numbers. So basically, I have the scale metric that we have right now. It's called Fin Index. And what it does is that it has a graph that shows you every time you weigh in and it dots it on where you're at in the graph. And if you can see that your graph has a slow trajectory downward throughout six months, you're doing something right. It doesn't matter that your weight might go down um, from Monday to Wednesday and then back up Friday. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. You could have just, are you weighing at the same time? Did you take a poop before every time you weighed in or just on Monday? You know what I mean? Like, or just on Tuesday, like what, what was your whole thing? Did you eat late the night before? And that's why you had more in your system and you weighed way more on Friday. Like, 
or you ate the same amount, of, or you ate way more on Monday because you know Sunday you're eating too much. Like, what what is the what is the thing going on? Why is it? Why does it not look consistent? The only the, the only thing these numbers tell me when they fluctuate is just like I said, we're not looking for the everyday fluctuation because you can pee and poop and your weight will fluctuate. It will have a downward. So if you weighed 127 and you went to the bathroom, now you're going to weigh 126.5 or 126. It's just a fact. So if that's the case, then I would say this. If you stay on track and if you keep tracking your weight consistently from month to month. So if, if you're hitting the scale every single day, going to work out consistently three to five times a week, going, uh, making sure your nutrition is on point at least five to six times a week. Staying on track with all that, over the course of the year, I bet I'm willing to guarantee that you'll notice a downward trend in your weight if you're doing all these things correctly, regardless of how many fluctuations happen along the way. So for the longest time, I, would, I wanted to get under 200, and I kept going from 205 to 200, 205 to 200, 205 to 200, and it kept going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, it would go from 198 to 202, 198 to 202. And that's what happens. You see this trajectory downward, but now I'm still going back and forth, back and forth. Why? That's what our bodies do. It's just a fact. Everything's, some things are going in, you're eating, and then you're not eating, and you're getting rid of whatever you ate. It's just part of life gonna weigh something different all the time <laughs> all right last question if you are under your calorie goals by 250 to 400 calories for the day should you eat more if you're not hungry no you don't force feed yourself so once again i go back to listen to your body so yeah when we have a, a calorie thing yeah you want to stay in track with it yeah you need energy so i want you to eat a certain amount of calories because some people when they feel like they need to lose weight, they go from eating, you know, 2,800 calories or 3,000 calories to eating 500 calories. Like that is, that's not healthy. So then I'll tell them, no, 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 let's go between 2,000 and uh, 2,300. And then they're eating, you know, still only 600 calories. Okay, that, that is way too low. That I do have a problem with. But if you're within 200, 300, 400 calories of where you're at and you're actually full, and it's at the end of the night, like you ate dinner, all your calories are done. I'm not telling you to go in, the, uh, go in the pantry, get out a snack, and feed yourself till you're absolutely full and you can't handle it no more so that you could just hit your calorie goal that I put down on a piece of paper. No, our goal is to listen to our bodies. The only reason we're tracking these calories and the only reason I have a calorie limit is to get you that certain trajectory that you want, is to get your body to make that downward trend, to slowly make that downward trend, to give it enough energy to actually go throughout your day and do a workout, but leave, but not leave you with this abundance of calories and energy that you're actually gonna store some and gain weight. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to adhere to our bodies. So if we're looking to adhere to our bodies and your body is telling you, you know, oh, I'm, I'm only 250 calories away from hitting my goal today with calories you're fine. If your body is full and it's telling you it's full and you've already ate three squared meals or at least two, <laughs> if you had to skip one, you know, it, it's okay. Listen to your body, adhere to your body. That is the most important thing on this journey is to hear, adhere to our body, adhere to when we're tired and need rest, adhere to when our muscle has too much strain and needs some rest because it might become an injury, a nagging injury rather than just an ache right now. There's different things that we need to pay attention to with our bodies, and this is definitely one of them. So yeah, man.
Um, thanks to you, everybody, for tuning in. If you have any questions that you want answered that we have not answered on this fitness Q&A, we will be more than happy to do it. You can reach out directly through any of our socials at pptc underscore fitness, and uh, you'll find us easy, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon.